This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with DJ Barker and Jesse Thomas. Anyway, uh, we've got a, a, a situation we'd like to talk about today. As we've mentioned on the show last week, and I think we even talked about it kind of in the pipeline uh, a few months ago, uh, the SECURE Act has been submitted and passed into law. The president signed it right at the end of the year. Uh, and we have a situation where Jerry has an old 401k from his past job and a SEP IRA from his business before he had employees. Uh, he's also a business owner and provides a 401k for his employees, which he also participates in. And he wants to know uh, how does the SECURE Act affect his business? And uh, Jesse, since I'm told... You're like the the smartest person anybody knows on the Secure Act. I'm told that a lot. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, but not really. Not yeah, really. and you're very humble as well. That's yes. right. It's one of my best qualities. <laughs> it's, it's not like the old song, "Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble." No, not over here. Yeah, well, Jesse's got it all. What you got? Yes. So as you were saying, um, the Secure Act was signed into law December 20th. Um, Kind of had a bunch of provisions tucked in. Most of the ones that we're going to talk about revolve around the retirement piece. Um, Jerry has his 401k from his past job and the SEP IRA from before, which are going to affect him personally. Um, and then as well, he'll be affected as a business owner on the 401k that he has now for him and his employees. So one of the provisions, and most of them focus around trying to help people save more for retirement as we see people are not saving enough um, on average. So this is to kind of try to encourage more saving. Um, One of the big things is that prior to this act, if you turned 70 and a half, you could no longer contribute um, to a traditional IRA. So now you can contribute as long as you're working regardless of age. So that should help people save longer um, and help, you know, kind of stop, the the shortages hopefully sure. um and a spouse as well right so the, yes, the if, and if the spouse one as spouse well. is working you can save to both iras oh, as that go. spouse continues Correct. to have that employment so you know you're looking at you know for those people that are older mm-hmm. you're able to save the six thousand dollars and then the catch-up contribution so Since that's seven thousand dollars if you're over mm-hmm. 50 so seven thousand dollars a year times two so you can see you know again if if you're still in your 70s working, a little bit allows you to save a little keep, more for retirement. Yep. Cranking yeah. away the savings. <clears throat> One of the other big provisions, and I know we focused on this before, is the age limit mm-hmm. for your required minimum distribution. Meaning mm-hmm. the, where the IRS forces you basically to take your money has increased as well. Our clients right? love being forced to pull money from Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a great thing. They love yeah. paying taxes. It's great. <laughs> sure. Yes, Absolutely. so that, that has increased from 70 and a half until 72. So as long as you were not 70 and a half by December 31st, you can wait until you're 72 before you start taking your mandatory withdrawals. All right. That's uh, that's actually, as as uh, we were saying, that's that's a a big thing for a lot of folks. They'd, they'd prefer not to be forced into taking yeah, it. But, correct. you know, yeah. we talk about it quite a lot. Uh, the most common way that people save is to their 401k retirement through work or an IRA if they are Mm self-employed. And 
we always encourage them to kind of spread that around because you never really think about it until you get close to that 70 and a half. If yeah. all of your wealth is tied up in your IRA or your 401k, one of the good planning lessons to learn from this, you know, being forced to take your money, no matter if it's 70 and a half or 72, is you would have been a little better off if you had saved to another investment Type vehicle. Right. too. And it's, yeah. it's not too late, you know, because they've extended it a little bit. You can do Roth conversions up mm-hmm. to age 72 as well. So, again, coming into, you know, you're continuing to work and you, you, you know, like you said, as you as you you know become wiser and older, you notice that all of your assets are in your 401k. Well, goodness, I know that at 72, I'm going to have to pull all this money every year at age mm-hmm. 72. Yep. Well, you can start. You know, if you're saving to that IRA or have IRAs, you can still convert. You know, some of that. You know, each year until age 72. So it's an option to give. You know, the conversion, but. I know, Jesse, you, you get a lot of questions. We have a lot of clients asked about, does it make sense to convert? Right. And, and, you know, and sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. That's when it's best to talk to an advisor. Something I've seen quite frequently now, too, is as people start extan- expanding their 401k options as business owners, mm-hmm. um, you may be able to convert within your 401k before it's an IRA. If that after-tax piece that your employer has contributed on your behalf if they start offering a Roth option they may offer an option for you to convert that tax-free as well yeah which is a big one yes big planning Mm -hmm. pieces that conversion yeah so uh, there's various other ways that uh, that this law has changed um, the way that we can invest and save for retirement Mm -hmm. as well Jesse you want to cover some more of those sure Uh, one thing they're trying to do is really encourage the kind of original savings, whether it's to a 401k plan or another kind of plan. So one thing that they've done is that they've given business owners a better way to kind of save on behalf of their employees. So, you know, they have instituted multiple employer plans, um, which makes it easier and less expensive for small business owners to be able to save, um, by kind of pooling the resources with other employers. Um, it could be a couple of years before we see this go into effect. The SECURE Act provision doesn't take effect until 2021, so that's probably coming somewhere down the road. Um, but that is one way, as well as kind of having saving options where you may not know they're saving for you. Uh, Jesse, you were telling us all kind of things that have uh, actually been an improvement to allow uh, and help people save more money. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of an extension of the time before you have to withdraw your your uh, money in the form of a required minimum distribution, RMD we talk about quite often, especially at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I know there are various other ways uh, that, that uh, this act has actually helped mm-hmm. individuals with their their uh, saving and tax situation so if you got more let's hear them yep i've got i've got one more way that it's kind of helping individuals and then we'll cover the one that everyone's upset about that's hurting <laughs> individuals and then i'll be done okay so um the the last thing i wanted to talk about was a there's now a credit for adoption of an auto enrollment policy for a small business so as a small business owner you can receive a 500 dollars credit Separate from any other credits, there's some that you can only take one but not the other. This is on top of those. Um, And that is a credit if you enroll people automatically and they have to consent to 
withdraw from the plan. Negative consent. Ne- yes. Right. Negative so you can, consent. You know, you may remember you when you go to a job, you had to enroll in their retirement plan. This you're automatically enrolled, and you have to go to your HR department and say, "Hey, I don't want to save." Right. That's mm-hmm. that's a big one. And again, going back to your the original, this helps your employee that thinks they can't or shouldn't Correct. save. It does help those people. Just it happens for them. They they right. may not notice, and they're already put in at one percent, two percent, three, whatever that number is. Yeah. It's a great benefit for them, but also, again, you give you a, a credit. Yeah, the business itself the business gets itself. the tax break. Yeah. Correct. And and you know it's usually a small percentage. So if you're an employee out there and thinking about this, they're not going to put half your check in the 401k. <laughs> right. It's going to be probably on the order of what three to five percent, I would assume. And uh, you know it's going to be a small amount, but quite often uh, when you think of it, a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k has tax consequences, right? Mm-hmm. They actually, the money is taken out before taxes. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, mm-hmm. and it actually will make your taxes Reduces. a little Reduce less. Reduce your current taxable income. Exactly. Yes. So so uh, that being the case, it actually is a benefit. And if an employee, more often than not, we feel like, you know, it's, it's always a decision. We consume. There's no doubt about it. Do we consume now or can we hold off a little while and mm-hmm. consume it later? Mm-hmm. And that's truly what saving is all about, right? right. So uh, in this case... The government has allowed and, and given a benefit, uh, uh, an enticement, if you will, Correct. to businesses that will auto-enroll employees. Yes. Mm-hmm. So so that is, is kind of where the good news stops. Um, I know we've talked about it in, in prior shows, and, and it's been on everyone's mind, but they have eliminated what they call the stretch IRA. So if you inherit an IRA in the past, if you inherited a traditional IRA, you were allowed to take it over your own life expectancy. Now all the funds have to be withdrawn within 10 years. There are a few exceptions um, for surviving spouses, minor children, or if you inherit an IRA and you are not more than 10 years younger than the person who's passed away. Right, Um, so if you inherit it from your spouse, mm -hmm. the old rules stay. The old rule stays in place. In effect, but if, if you are not the spouse of the person who has died and left you at uh, the, uh, the beneficiary of the the IRA or the 401k, mm-hmm. then you got to take it within 10 within years. Within 10 years. So. Unless you're a, like a minor child and your parent died and left it to you, you can take it over your life expectancy. Um, but for the most part, the 10-year rule applies. Yeah. Yeah. And and the, there are big penalties on not taking your RMD Correct. on time, which is 50% of the amount that was supposed to be taken in the prior year. Mm -hmm. You lose half of it. You lose half. Ouch. So, and I think that this is a little different than the current rules. The current rules, you have to take, you know, the current inherited, you take a little bit every year. Right, right. This, you have 10 years to take it. So you don't have to take it years one through nine. You can wait until that 10th year. Right. Right. But yeah, so you can assume that, let's see, you accidentally miss year 10 and it goes to 11 and you have a million dollar IRA potentially lost half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's some big, big penalties for losing it, but you do have to watch that if you inherit this new IRA, Yeah, you know, um, under the new rules, rules, you've got 10 years to pull the money. And there is some wiggle room with some planning. You know, if you're going to have a large income year, maybe you don't do it that year. If it's not year 10, you haven't taken everything. Um, So that's when it's good to talk to an advisor, see what they can do to kind of help you, figure out when it's best to take it, if you should take all at once or a portion every year. Yeah, the thing that I always think is so strange is, uh, generally speaking, there are no taxes on a Roth IRA, right? But they are covered under this new rule as well. 
And if you don't take your money in 10 years, within the 10-year limit, guess what? You lose half of it, too. Ouch. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, on an amount that you wouldn't be taxed on anyway. It's not even income. Just don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> Write it on the calendar. Exactly. There's there's no pressure on that one, really. I mean, why would you do that mm-hmm. other than, yeah, I just forgot. But anyway, what it does, it, it recharacterizes recharacterizes it from that non-taxable account into new taxable money. Correct. And the IRS, uh, while it sounds great, they're giving you this huge break. It, it is a great thing. It allows you to grow your money without being under the burden of a tax. But when you start taking it, it's it's income to you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in the case of a Roth, when you are willed a Roth, when you become the beneficiary where you receive a Roth from someone who's deceased and left it to you, uh, they want to recharacterize that money from non-taxable back to a taxable account as well. So then, you know, as it grows in the future, then mm-hmm. you, you're back in the game where you're getting taxed on uh, capital gains and dividends and things of that nature. So anyway, just uh, you got to be paying attention. Yeah, absolutely. So... All right, stick around. We're going to talk some more finances when you get back. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.